You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're walking in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. Good morning, Concrete Gang. Coming on up to our favourite time of year when we ask you to dip in your pockets and give us some dough for the Radiothon which will be on the 17th of June and the Concrete Gang fundraiser which will be on July the 9th. Monday RDO. Yes, but Gorilla, it is a big event at a new venue. First of all, I'd like to say good morning to the listeners. You haven't announced Moon String Bean. It's all about you again. And the only reason Whose I'm, pictures on the poster? And the only reason I'm back here is because the ratings have gone down. I haven't been here for two weeks. They said, Jesus, Gorilla, hurry back, mate. They are absolutely <laughs> butchering the show. That you, know, you spent years building up with your you know, uh, knowledge of the industry and your fine humour. You blokes have dragged it down. You have Ratings seen. have dropped off. I think you've just proven one of your favourite sayings. Shot myself in the foot? No, no, no. Never say hello to him. Yeah, that's <laughs> but he won't right. shut up. Anyway, good morning, Stringy. Good morning, Gorilla. We are going to a new venue this year. It is a, uh, it's a change from uh, the hotel we've been frequenting for yes. some years now. And we are looking forward to a new venue and... Uh, you're going to want me to tell or you're going to tell them? No, I'm just asking Oh, you're building you, it up, you're building I'm it up. building it up, building it right. up. I'm doing the PR for this. Oh, yeah, right, all right. Yeah, that was my you, job. You have... <laughs> no, he cuts everyone out, mate. You get a bit of information with the old uh, Warren, and, mate, goes to his head. So what, what, what is the fantastic new venue? What the story is, um, we're giving a little bit back to, obviously we're fundraising for uh, 3CR, but we're also going to give a little bit back to the community, which is the Port Melbourne Bowling Club. For all the listeners out there, we've had quite a few functions there over the years. If you remember, young Skinner used to run his um, St. Paddy Day's turns there and all sorts of things. And uh, the people down there at the bowling club have been very good to the union. So we're going to go down there and uh, have our turn down there and give a little bit back to them. So on the 9th of July, 
The Concrete Gang pull-up's going to be down there at the Bowling Club, 9th of July at 1.30 Spring Street, Port Melbourne, which is behind the Port Melbourne Town Hall. We're going to have the Jaded Cats again. We're going to have the world-famous raffle, $5,000 travel um, award, $5,000 travel voucher, and uh, a $500 uh, liquor liquor voucher. So, And only tickets are sold there on the day, so you've got a big chance of winning that. So uh, we've also got the food, the barbecue, so it's $20 tickets. The stewards will have the tickets, so chase your stewards up, um, sell them 20 bucks for you. It gets you nice food and the entertainment of the Concrete Gang and the Jaded Cats. You can't beat that, can you? It's a good deal every year, and we always get a good turnout. And uh, just make sure you don't go to the wrong place. So 130 Spring Street, Port Melbourne, on the 9th of July for the fundraiser for 3CR. Behind the Town Hall, 11am. So the bowling club does great things for the union, good things for the community, but not such good stuff for federal agencies, I heard. Is that... Oh, yeah, years ago. That was a classic. They got investigated by the... um, I never got it right. What agency was it? ASIO. ASIO, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they um, apparently... um, Young Skinner had the the Irish boys down there and they were... The investigating one of them was I don't know I don't know who he was one of the speakers might have been um, I don't know what what would you say illegal or something I don't know or, or uh, under under scrutiny by under British security. Thanks very much, uh, Warren, for saving me there. And uh, of course, the brothers down there just stack fat and time to go fuck themselves and multiply and. Um, and there we are. So that was all dealt, you know, uh, very well, and uh, and we move on. But uh, that's the type of people we like doing business with, isn't it, brothers? So cheerio to ASIO, who are doubtlessly listening in, though yeah. they probably go to the podcast nowadays. Uh, and to all the federal agencies, the oh. ABCC and ACCC and whoever else is listening. And every other C. <laughs> <laughs> right Now, we should, just before we get into the meat of the program... Just mentioned last week. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You reckon that wasn't? What are you saying? I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna give a little bit of credit to someone this week. Oh Jesus! We named uh, last week as a scallywag Energy Australia, and uh, the shenanigans that had gone on with one of their subcontractors removing Azzy from the uh, Yalorn one, and we are in a situation to say that there's a little bit of publicity, of course, down the valley about. Uh, Locals not being used after the state government had spent a fortune on getting people retrained, including in asbestos removal. And EA uh, took note and uh, had made some changes and good on them because there were things that would have embarrassed them if uh, it had kept going the way it was going. Righto, moving on, let's talk about Michaela Cash and Malcolm Turnbull (laughs) and their mates. They have got lots of mates and they don't mind appearing on sites with hard hats and uh, high-vis jackets and going, you know, these are the decent people in the construction industry and we love them. But the only trouble is they're not all that good, these people. You've got to be careful who your friends are. And uh, only a couple of people will have, a, have Michaela Cash on their jobs or Malcolm Turnbull, obviously. Um, and you run the big Usu- risk of... Usually shitbags, but anyway. Well, who was it? Was it Abbott who went on a site and uh, and, and he got one of our members saying, I'm not going to shake your hand, mate. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Golden moment. So you, you come on a construction site when you're a Liberal MP and you're going to get, hopefully, get in some trouble. But um, 
Uh, but give him one of them, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the air handshake. Um, and but these guys, uh, these shitbags, uh, invited them onto their jobs. Um, we're happy to spruik the ABCC, talk it up. Oh, the CFMEU are a bunch of lawbreakers. We've heard it all week in Canberra about the CFMEU and what we get up to. Um, but how the tables can turn on you. You've got to be careful who you get on camera with because uh, two mobs, we've got Geocon in Canberra who had Turnbull and Michaela Cash on their job and uh, BGC, is it? BGC, yeah. Um, uh, over in Perth. And uh, they have both now, just as uh, Hatchkiss did in his time, come afoul of their own laws. The Fair Work Act, they denied entry to the union illegally, um, the uh, Geocon have come into a settlement with the union uh, over a court case and BGC have been found to have breached the act over in, in Perth. Um, I mean, they're continuing to do the same thing, blocking entry. But, uh, but the lawbreakers in, on a, in a fortnight where the CFMEU have been, had their charges dropped and uh, Johnny Lomax has had his charges dropped and, and has paid his, had his costs paid and all that... Uh, it's the bosses who are coming afoul of the law, and uh, it's it's quite entertaining to watch. I wonder how much Michaela Cash will mention those lawbreakers now in Parliament. Well, she's not the minister anymore, so she's going to uh, <coughs> duck and weave as usual. And if you think breaking the law by bosses... <laughs> oh, yes, Malcolm, Malcolm. <laughs> Righto. Breaking the law, breaking the Fair Work Act, it happens everywhere. And another place they don't want to talk about it happening is obviously in Melbourne. And Seymour White, a Queensland uh, civil contractor, uh, have got caught out on video denying entry under the Occupational Health and Safety Act of this state, denying entry and standing over with numbers. Standing over a CFMEU organiser. If you haven't seen the video, check out the Vic CFMEU website. Um, it's on the Facebook and all that. Um, shocking display on night shift about six bosses and some security mob um, physically blocking and pushing around a union official. Um, this is the reality of it. Um, they call the CFMEU standover merchants, but this is a reality that they've been caught on camera. And the way the BGC case has gone and the way that the Geocon case has gone, I imagine Seymour White are going to be a bit worried, I'd say. And as we've mentioned before, Seymour White aren't exactly going great guns with the projects they are doing for the state government. Swan Street Bridge, bit of an embarrassment. Oh, dear. Hoddle Street, not a tidy job at all. And the Chandler Highway Bridge. And that's where the video comes from. What kind of bridge were they supposed to be building? A curved bridge, which meant that they didn't have to resume a whole lot of private properties on uh, one of the ent- on one of the approaches. And what kind nor, of bridge did nor, they build? Nor did they have to uh, yeah, take too much off the Royal Talbot Hospital. You can't blame them. No one told them. <laughs> what kind of bridge did they build? Why are you blaming them? They just said, you want a round um, one or a straight one? <laughs> And they they said, only had to put a little bit of a curve in it, just slightly, and it, the road alignment would have been sweet. No, they built a straight bridge, and now they've got to resume and do all sorts of things to try and straighten up the approach roads from both ends. Oh, oh dear, how sad. And they owe subbies money and all sorts of things.
So Seymour White, uh, you're going to get another nomination this week. Bonjour, bonjour to your new French owners. Yes, yes. Uh, they're not going to be too happy with that performance. It's going to cost you, I'd say. Yes, and uh, I found out this week that uh, they are not exactly going great guns in Queensland either. Oh dear, how sad. Tears <laughs> fall down like rain. Indeed they do. And uh, therefore we might cut to a track. Yes, we've got one here from uh, Skyhooks. <laughs> Whatever happened to the revolution? did happen to the revolution? Well, they must have all, I don't know, what were the sky hooks Drifted on? away. They got, they're taking some nice, a bit too much of the nice stuff to, uh, a, bit, a bit high to get onto that revolution business, a bit distracted. Mm. And if you were a, a certain boss on the uh, Mernda Rail dishing out some less than classy substances, um, you'd probably want to just cut that out if you're <laughs> trying to look after people, not... You know, not do the wrong thing. Well, let's just say it's very easy to uh, get compliance when you're giving away cheap uh, shit product. And uh, let's just say we'll get on with the revolution. Okay, moving along. Scaffold alert. Incident down at uh, Royal Hobart Hospital. Ties were removed from a completed scaffold. There is an investigation going on. The job was finished, it was signed off, the shade cloth was on it, etc., etc., and the scaffies left the job, and next minute, 
Overnight, there's high winds and the scaffold's starting to lean over. It didn't go over, but certainly leaning over because all of the uh, ties along the top were removed. And this is a constant problem. And sure, no one's perfect, and there are scaffolders who maybe have not done the job as well as they should in all sorts of incidents over the years. But the constant problem, the biggest danger, is other trades removing ties from scaffolds. So one of the things that uh, you need to make sure of on your job is that the ties are still in place and people do not remove them. If a tie has to be moved for a purpose, then it should be done by the scaffolders, not simply the glaziers or the blokes installing the precast or someone doing some carpentry on the facade. It has to be done properly. Make sure it's done properly. Righto. Let's talk about some health and safety issues that have occurred the last week. Something else to watch out for? Oh, yeah, like palm trees floating in the sky. Traffic management helps. Which one are we talking about? We're going to Buckley Street? Buckley Street, Johnny Hollands. Chinese Communist Party doing it right for the people of Victoria. That's right. Well, there we go. Myrna got a mention now. We're over in Buckley Street. Holland's a disaster all over the job. We'll get on to Arden Station as well soon enough. But um, Buckley Street, the video, uh, once again, you can't can't get away with anything these days. It's all on video. Big palm tree um, lifted up. They were pulling out a palm tree. I think the local residents were a bit upset about it. Lost a lovely tree. So they all filmed it. And then without stopping the trains, live train line, goes the cropper, swings out over the train line. Like a great big pendulum. Just lucky the train didn't come at the wrong time. Very, very lucky. But uh, not good job management. They could have just waited for a shutdown. But no, push, push, usual story. And... uh, what about down... Uh... Arden, Arden Station, the, uh, one of the stations which is going to be part of the Metro Tunnel Scheme and uh, Azzy Everywhere. Indeed, and pretty predictable in that area, industrial area. Um, but, yeah, once again, John Holland's not doing the right thing, not reporting it. So we saw the same thing down on St Kilda Road. Uh, asbestos exposed to the public and to workers... And uh, once again, trying to get away with it. As they always do. Now, over in uh, Western Australia, there was a incident which occurred on a Hanson job. Now, Hansons have long bragged about how they've never killed anyone or had serious incidents. They're the safest builders in Perth because we're non-union. That makes us safe. <laughs> well, precast went over the side of a job. Indeed. Um, and I haven't seen that happen too often, but it bloody happened this time. Oh, that was a banned word indeed, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> squashed a couple of cars. Luckily, no people in them. Very lucky. Very lucky once again. Uh, only luck there. And Hanson, of course, after declaring on 60 Minutes with Joe McDonald that they never had any issues. Um, they did have a fatality on their job. A um, backpacker uh, had a very... Very nasty fall, a fatal fall, obviously. Um, and now and now this uh, panel's fallen off the side of a job and crushed a couple of cars in a public car park. Jerry Hansen, wacko. Now, out at uh, the Glen, there's, uh, there's a bit of excitement this week. Ongoing problem. Well, no, but, yeah, bad excitement, though. No. 
probably my decision to use a non-OBA uh, uh, civil mob to do the roadworks and all that there. I think that rue that decision now because the, there was always arguments about the traffic management and all that there and Vic Rhodes was saying this and they were saying something else but uh, unfortunately there's been a, <coughs> a poor lady, 98 year old lady did a did a turn on the Springvale Road and ended up running into a truck which wouldn't have been parked where it was and uh, damaged the car so luckily the, the lady was alright at 98 years of age I suppose you couldn't um, you know every, every day's a bonus I suppose but uh uh, she um <laughs> she didn't get hurt, but I mean, I, the, the traffic management been an absolute nightmare out there from day one till till now and ongoing. Vic Rhodes reckons it's all right. I, I don't, um, and and uh, it's still a problem. So they um, luckily no one got hurt. That's right. But this does point up again that Vic Rhodes had to be dragged kicking and screaming into establishing a code of practice for traffic management. And let's just say it probably is not honoured as much as it should be. And unfortunately, it comes back to the union and our organisers and our members to actually try and enforce it. Because as soon as it's not a main road, it's a council matter. They're covered by the code, but there is no enforcement. Vic Roads, in this case, uh, should have, in fact, being a main road, have been intimately involved in this whole thing because traffic management with the amount of cars and the speed of cars is a huge problem and it's going to keep going and unfortunately it'll probably involve some fatality sooner rather than later. Righto, and we should mention that we've got the branch meeting coming up on Wednesday night at 540 Elizabeth Street up on the seventh floor and uh, we might go to Scallywags. And we've got Geocon, VGC, Seymour White, who are all getting nominated because they uh, can't carry out the law, having paraded themselves around as great law-abiding, liberal, liberal party-loving uh, citizens. We should add Hanson to that list, still yes. denying entry uh, even after the incidents they've had. And uh, what about uh, ProBuild out at the Glen? Uh, Element 5. Element 5, uh, Kyle Street, Balaclava. They've had another fall um, after a fatality last year. They haven't learned their lesson. A fall off a ladder and a uh, hospitalised worker failed once again to notify WorkSafe. Um, Best Fab. Best Fab out in, uh, is that Mernda? Probably. I think. Mernda, yes. um, um, so John Holland again. Um, but yeah, Best Fab think that they can get away without having first aid facilities on their job. That is not on. And uh, yeah, they've they it was a bit of a saga actually. They uh, put, I don't know they hit a shed and then they brought in a shed and then they it was they said it wasn't a shed. Took all the tea and coffee away and then they said it was first aid and there's no bed, no first aid facilities. And just a joke. Well, they're best, aren't they? <laughs> best at fabricating yes. their first aid facilities. Yes. And uh, Premier Cranes. The perennial. Yep. Don't pay an infant right, don't pay the blokes right. Undercutting the whole industry and, um, you know, uh, I'm, I can't believe that they're still still around, but uh, obviously, you know, they're doing the best to run the industry on the ground. Righto. So who are we going for with Scallywag of the Week? Oh, I like uh, Seymour White for I think Seymour not being able White. to build a bridge. And I- 
Oh, we've had a few of them not being able to build bridges. I remember I was on one of them. Uh, Lawlessness. And I particularly think Seymour White deserves to be exposed for not only incompetent, but trying to uh, disguise their incompetence to their client Vic Rhodes by basically attacking union officials. They're trying to intimidate them. They may not physically have laid hands on them, but they certainly tried to intimidate, prevent, hinder, and all the rest of it. So I'm going for Seymour White. They deserve what they get. And Suki Lala's. Well, last week we had some Suki Lala's, the boy from Ballarat and uh, the old Caesar and all the rest of it. And I reckon they'll still be sucking up this week. But I want to nominate uh, Premier Cranes for Suki Lala. You'd think he'd done the world a bloody favour. Employing blokes and not quite paying them right. And something we should mention as well would be Ark Tribe. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. we should mention that on Friday afternoon over in uh, South Australia, a memorial service was held. Ark was actually uh, buried in uh, Queensland, which is where he was living at the time of his death. It was a very short illness. No one could work out exactly what the medical issue was, but he passed away very rapidly after being admitted to hospital. And Ark, I've got to say, did himself a treat. He was just a rank-and-file worker on a job, and an incident occurred in relation to health and safety on that job. Ark was a rigger. There was an argument about uh, how the job was getting done. Then our good friends from the ABCC decided uh, to demand that he face a compulsory interview. He said no, and then they sought to prosecute him. It was a big case, and uh, at the same time, uh, Noel Washington was also being pursued, and that was the first uh, time the ABCC was around before it became the Fair Work uh, blah, 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 and then it got back to the ABCC, but nothing really changed. And Ark stood up, and we did well, and congratulations to Ark and condolences to his sister and his daughter and all the family. He uh, did himself a treat. Not right. guilty. We go the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. And we're going to go out with Burning Spear and Built This City. But nice, cool and relaxed because it's an RBA tomorrow. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.